Hello? Good morning, good morning. Yes, we've got this. Here we go. Again, Jean-Philippe, don't laugh at me. How many hours of podcasting? How many hours? Uh, like right now it's written uh, 500, 500 hours, but I think we're close to the 600. Okay, close to, close to the 10,000. <laughs> close to six, 600. And I'm looking at this and I'm still challenged every morning I do this podcast. Oh my God, what button again? So today's podcast, okay, keep in mind, keep in mind, that it's gonna take time before you're comfortable with doing something. And this is where a lot of people give up because they've tried it 10 times or because they've tried it 20 times. Oh, for gosh sake, we, I've been trying it for 600 hours. And again, this morning, Jean-Philippe, did I push the right button? Okay, it's, it's, it is what it is. Determination, we gotta stick to things. We gotta be determined. We gotta be perseverant. We've gotta be relentless. Uh, we gotta hang out with people that are better than us, more knowledgeable than us. I always say, these are all my weaknesses. Who are the people I can surround myself that are stronger where I have weaknesses? And that, you need confidence for that because otherwise you'll be, you'll feel threatened. And not to feel threatened is to hone and to work on what you're good at and allow others where you have weakness to work and hone what they're good at. All this is based on the principle today of chunking it down from, from our wonderful book of um, the success principles. According to Jack, here we go. Voila, if you don't have the book, go get it. I am enjoying it. And I realized it three times I've read it, Jean-Philippe. Yesterday I said to Marie-Pierre, where are we at? I've got three sets of notes and I realized uh, how I have grown over the years because my first set of notes, I, I believe, goes back to 2007 or 2004 or whatever, versus my second set of notes, which was, which was in 2011 versus today. So we grow in that same book. You can reread it. So a lot of times I say to people, all you need is one good book in your library and just keep rereading it. Because as you grow, you understand other aspects of it. Uh, so let's begin. Lise, are we ready? Lise, say yes, okay. Lise, thank you for welcoming everyone on Podbeam with Matthew. I'm telling you, these guys do a fantastic job. It's important that we acknowledge our new members on Podbeam. And I truly wanna thank Matthew and Lise for doing a phenomenal job at that. Number two, I wanna make sure everybody on Zoom, opens up their Podbeam, okay? So it gives us brownie points on Zoom and brownie points on Podbeam. Open it up and you're gonna see there's a little heart at the bottom right. I believe every three minutes or something, you hit on it and again, it helps us to be seen on the social platform. And number three, people watching on Facebook Live. Again, if you can share it. Now, who are you gonna share this podcast to this morning? Here you go. People that don't do lists to do. Mm. Did anybody here say immediately, my spouse? <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a running gag in my home. My husband doesn't do a list to do, and he's a very brilliant man, so he keeps repeating it in his head. I say, why don't you just write it down on an agenda or a, a piece of paper? And he says, no, I got you for that. All right, okay. So this is a person I would share it with. How about a person that always always is feeling overwhelmed. Here you go. 
That person is always saying, oh my God, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. Anybody know people like that? Let's raise our hands, those on Zoom. I'm so busy. Okay, guys, you need to send this in Messenger directly to them. And the third type of people I want you to share it with is all those people that keep saying, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. And you know anybody who says they're tired? Tired? Yes. Okay, please share. The subject today is about chunking it down. If you want to be successful, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything that you experience in your life. Jack says it in every single one of his success principles. Myself, Maria Mariano, being in multi-level marketing business for 41 years, the only reason I've lasted this long is because I understand that everything rises and falls on leadership. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And I tell you this with the most humility because we've had fantastic years and we've had shitty years. And I can tell you the shitty years was my fault because I jumped into too many things at the same time. Remember Sabrina when we tried to do the Facebook party and here we're like chicken, chickens without a head. Well, I'd rather do that, fall, smash my face, pull myself back up, dust myself off, wash my face and start again. At least we're doing something. And in the process, Sabrina, God did we learn. God did we learn. So it, what seemed to be a fail was actually a stepping stone to the next level, right? So today we're gonna break it down. It's always more sensible to set smaller goals than aiming for one big goal. That was the mistake in 2019 when we did it. We aimed way up here before Set, doing smaller goals. So I want you to imagine going to the second floor without a ladder or stairs, okay? The stairs or a ladder is gonna make it easier and less stressful. And I want you to visualize if your goal is to achieve, I'm gonna talk for my multi-level marketing business, directorship, which is a huge goal. You know, it requires, I don't know, 40, $50,000 of sales in three months. I don't even know the new uh, criteria, Marie Pierre. <laughs> Thank God I have you, right? Okay. This is a huge goal, but now if we break it down and all you have to see is the first step, Martin Luther King said that, all you have to see is the first step. You don't even have to look at the whole staircase. And when you make smaller goals, there's a sense of achievement in every step taken, thus making the journey towards that goal so enjoyable, pleasure, it's fun. And it's not, it doesn't seem heavy and, and, and like a burden. But to more specifically break it down for you, John Philip is going to teach us how to chunk it down. Sabrina, the powerful mind mapping. Oh my God, I hadn't heard that word in at least 10 years, Sabrina. So I'm excited today. And Marie-Pierre Tetro, our astronaut, I love her, how to create a list to do that works. Because many people have lists to do, but it ends up doing, be, it ends up being this. The operation was a success, but the patient died. You checked off every single thing on that list that you like doing, but that one thing you didn't check off was the only thing that would, made, would have made you achieve your next goal. So take it away, Jean-Philippe. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Good morning, everyone. So absolutely. Uh, maybe you have set yourself a goal, uh, lastly, because that's the subject that we've covered uh, last, uh, in the two last week. And sometimes when we set ourselves goal, uh, we uh, want to accomplish uh, something that it's so big, a mission or a vision, 
we feel like we're being crushed under the pressure. So we put that on our shoulders and we don't know what to do, okay? Because the way we are built most of the time is we look at the final result. What is that goal? Which is great because that's the address in the GPS. But we look at where we are right now and there is such a world between those two. And we look at that, that, that space as a whole, instead of looking at it at little different pieces that you can eat, okay? So that's why we want to chuck it down. But the first thing, okay, it is important to remember is it is normal to not know how to do something. So when we set our goal, okay, most of the times when we set goal is to achieve something that you never reached before. So you won't know how to accomplish it. You won't know how to complete okay, that goal. And it is absolutely normal. The part of the goal is not only to reach it, but it's the journey that will take you there. That is part of your goal. So I have a couple little ideas to help you understand how you can chunk it down your goals, okay? This is what we call getting some data. And we will see with Sabrina in a couple minutes how you take those data and organize it. So the first idea that I want to give you is to ask people who already achieve what you want to achieve. And that's what is part of our, a beautiful part of our business in MLM is that actually people can ask other, okay, how they achieve it. So they want to promote as a new manager. They are quite new and they look at somebody that did it in one month. They have decided to establish that same goal. They can go ask them, what did you do? Okay, they have the experience, they have, they will help you and guide you actually to what to do and what to not do to be able to reach that goal. So go ask people who already achieve what you want and ask them questions. Ask them good questions. Okay, so I have a couple examples, okay, of what are the questions you can ask. Um, sometimes the uh, those questions you will ask will be uh, for free. Sometimes you will have to pay. Just to give you an example, when at some point you need to ask question to um, what is notaire in English? Hmm, Maria, what is notaire in English? Okay, she don't hear me. <laughs> okay, I will. Ah, okay. But at some point, just find me and wrote me in the chat, please, uh, Sabrina. Like at some point, when you want to buy a house, if you spend time with them because they have experience, a notary, okay? So when you ask a notary, they can like ask you to be paid, okay, for some answer that they give you. So the way you can ask good question is, can you talk about me? Uh, can you talk to me about this? Can you talk to me about how you achieve it? Can you talk to me about this specific subject or can you guide me people love to guide other people okay so can you guide me and how did you do it how did you do that so those are generic questions that can be placed really easily in a conversation that you can ask people and they will give you okay those data that you are looking for the second uh, uh, second idea, okay, or suggestion you can use, okay, to chunk it down is actually think of your project as it is finished. 
and make a countdown, okay? Look at, okay, what will be the last thing that I would do to reach that this goal, okay? What is the, uh, the other step as a countdown? And you came back every step and when you you get to the what it, what could be the first step you could do okay because you do it a countdown then you just say okay i go for it and i do it so that is a way you can uh, gather those data that will help you actually make your action plan because while you're asking those questions to people that achieve it while you uh, do the countdown okay to help you understand what are the tasks you will uh, answer to a lot of questions what you need to do how much money you need to raise uh, what is your the competency you need to develop which person you will need to recruit what new habits you will need to develop so you will help you gather data and when you have those data this will help you to make the plan, which is a conceptual map. And this is what Sabrina will talk us, how you organize those data as an action plan. And for me, the mind mapping, uh, it's really something that I'm loving and I'm doing it a lot of time. I was teaching it when I was high school teacher as a way to uh, do the resume of the chapter or of the year um, um i studied as an artist when i was in cegep and for me it's not long um sentence that i need to have it's only some word with picture it's the concept of mind mapping you're taking a sheet of your project and it can be for example i have renovation to do for in my new house I did my mind map of the renovation. Okay, I did to do. I need to do renovation in uh, the garage, in the, uh, the basement, in one of the room. So I can put the title renovation and everything, every theme that I have to do for your business. You want to step up this month. Okay, your principal term is mind map of your mind map is uh stepping up put the title that you want to have and so stepping up as new manager or new director what do you need so you will have some tips that you need you need unit cells okay it's one of the point uh, one small circle you need personal recruit it's another circle you need um, a personal cell. You need to grow your, your group. You, so it will be all the important thing that you need to have. But after it, you need to take your circle and say, okay, for my personal work recruit, what will be my task? So you will write just before, just behind, what are your tasks? Okay. I need to do, for example, one post a day about recruitment. I need to do an unboxing of the kit. I need to take picture with the new kit. So you are putting the task for every circle. So your big vision, your big task is now small circle with three or four tasks for each. So it's easy. 
And what I'm really loving, it's underlying when it's done. <laughs> or if it's you, you want to do it as a task that you are seeing so big, when it's done, just erase it. So you see the project happening to the end when you erase every part that uh, already done. So it's always that. So there's three levels. The title that you're putting in the middle, the theme that you have, and the task link to all those themes. So there, it's only three levels. For all your life, you can do it. As a student, you want to do a resume of, the, of your chapter. You have the theme, you have the principal name, the theme, and what it's linked to this. So three level and sometime maybe four, but for the majority of your task, you will have three level. You can do it. Marie-Pierre will talk about the to-do list. It can be a kind of to-do list when because you can put some color. What, it, my, what is my first, ta first task that I need to do uh, on this uh, theme? What is the second task? So you can put number, you can put color to decide what is the most important. And you can choose, okay, do I'm doing it one task per, per theme or do I'm doing all the tasks for one theme? So it's for visual per people, it's really a great way of doing your to-do list or to split a big project that looks really big and you're looking to it and say, oh, okay, I just have to do it today. So it's the concept on mind mapping. I will put on the Teachable platform the example that they put in the book. So, uh, or on um, Group Inspirational, Les Millionaires des Diamants, they will also have a mind map. And I have some example of mind map. There's there's some application that you can do your mind map on your phone. You realize that I'm really loving it. <laughs> you can put some picture. Don't waste time of putting picture, okay? It's not so big. <laughs> but you can have application like that to doing it. I'm really excited about mind mapping. I'm drying my notes. It's what I'm feeling. <laughs> you can put some color also. <laughs> So, Marie-Pia, uh, I will let you present the two ways that they present about uh, doing list and um, save time. Yes, because when you finish the, this mind map for your goal, now you have to convert it to a daily, your, all your items into daily action. And yes, the best way is to have your to-do list, your daily to-do list. But now if you look at your to-do list, how effective is your to-do list? Does it help you plan your day? Does it nudge you to prioritize the right task? Or is it a never-ending list of things that you feel guilty for not having done yet? So a good to-do list should serve you. You should not be at its mercy. So the best to-do list will set you up in the right direction each day and help you focus on the tasks that are most important. So with the right strategy, a to-do list can help you achieve a larger goal. So there's 10 points to have a better to-do list. So number one, like Sabrina said, choose the right app or paper. 
So the first step in making a better to-do list is deciding where to keep it. So it's important that you love the app or notebook you use for your to-do list. Otherwise, you might not stick with it. So while there are many benefits to putting a to-do list into an app, there's nothing wrong if you're better with paper. So if paper works for you, great. Or if it's a simple spreadsheet or word processing document, it's fine to just use the tool that works for you. Number two, it's make more than one list. You need more than one to-do list because you should have a few lists that will cover the major category of your life, such as work, personal and household. So having more than one list will help you focus. So when you're working, you don't want to be distracted by your personal list. When you're grocery shopping, you don't want to be burdened thinking about your work responsibilities. So don't hold back and make lists for everything you think, you think of and the useful one will stick around and anything that it isn't useful, you can scrap. Number three, it's important to have the completion date next to each because maybe you will have one of your lists that is not for the day but a list for something that you want to do someday but to write a completion date next to each of those uh, uh, tasks number four is to schedule in your calendar in an appropriate order so when you do all the tasks you have your list where you can put it in your calendar so that's the number four number five is to delegate what you can from your to-do list. So when you write every item on your to-do list, next to each item you can write, is it something that I have to do myself? Is it something that I can delegate to someone that I can pay? Is it something that I can delegate to friends and family? And is it something that I can delegate to uh, someone that is better and that will bring the best in them? So what you can delegate, number five. Number six is write down your task as soon as you, you, you think of them. So when a new task pops into your head, write it down as quickly as possible. Like Maria said, don't be like Mohammed and just keep it in your mind. <laughs> write it down as quickly as possible. <laughs> and number seven is to revise your to-do list daily. So start every day by throwing an eye over your task list and assessing whether it's reasonable, then revise it. And if you have too many tasks scheduled for the day and you know you won't get to them all, you're setting yourself for failure. So number eight is to limit yourself. They say three to five tasks per day. So what is your daily task limit? It will depend. It depends on the kind of task that you will write down and how difficult they are to complete. So for most people, the recommendation is starting out by limiting yourself to three to five tasks per day. It might not sound like a lot, but if you focus on writing down the three most important things you need to do today, you might find that's already a lot to get through. So why not write down more? If you write down too many tasks and don't get to them all, then you must defer them to another day. That means re-reprioritizing and changing your list, which is unnecessary work that causes stress and can feel self-defeating. So by having a small number of tasks, you're more likely to finish them. And the more you finish all your tasks, the better you will feel about your to-do list overall. Number nine 
it's do first thing first. So the goal is to stay on schedule and complete the most important item first. So in the book, Eat That Frog, that Sabrina and Jean-Philippe will start covering on Monday. It's really funny they talk it in this book too. So yes, it's the most important item first. So they call it the ugliest frog. So eat this ugliest frog first. And when you did that, of course, the rest of the day is so much easier. So start with the big one, the one that's the ugliest, that you don't want to look at it. That is your first task of a day. And number 10, it's plan your day the night before. Because yes, if you plan your day the night before, you have so much advance on everyone else when you are just a few hours in your day. Already you have completed a few tasks. Just example, if you prepare your clothes the night before or if you prepare the, your clothes on the morning, which one will be easier and faster for everyone? It's the night before. In the morning, you will look at it. Oh, I don't like it. I don't know what to wear. But if you already put it on the um, bed and say, okay, that's it. That's what I'm going to wear tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> In the morning, it's so much easier. So just get ready to work the night before. So when you are ready, you'll just start your day and so much easier to start. So I hope with those 10 points, it helps you to create a great to-do list. Just by the way, Marie-Pierre, I know you don't have children, but our children, it was proven, it was a test, um, research, whatever, that I had read many years ago when my children were young. Even the stress level of children, having them to prepare their clothes the night before they start off their day at school a lot, more receptive to learning than those children that are running in the morning looking for their clothes, looking for their socks. And any of you that have been in a family where nothing was ever ready, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's me. Me, Maria, as a young child growing up in my family's home, everything was last minute. And I remember once, Marie-Pierre, we had a wedding to go to. The wedding was at one o'clock, at one o'clock in the afternoon, right? My mother realized we had nothing to wear for the wedding. And I have a picture of that wedding. Can I tell you? It's a picture I would never show anybody of what we look like. It's as if she dressed us up out of a garbage bag, you know, type of thing. And it's sad. It's sad because as children, that's all you're going to remember. Anyways, that being said, I made sure growing up my children, I always say there's always something to learn, right? I made sure that the reverse was in place for my children. That being said... Remember, the secret of getting ahead is getting started because all these notes are wonderful. Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, Marie-Pierre, but you've got to get started. The secret of getting started is breaking your overwhelming task into small manageable tasks and then starting on the first most important task. So if out of all my tasks, I only get to do one, eat that frog. I can't wait, Jean-Philippe and Sabrina, okay? Which one is it? And that's the one you begin. And this comes directly, this, this saying I just said, out of Mark Twain. So it's not from today that this is being taught. It's from years and years back. 
We eat an elephant one bite at a time. It's an expression we use all, at, all the time in our multi-level marketing business. Many times you'll find that your leaders have already chunked it down for you. So this is a big advantage when you have a mentor, you have a coach, you have a, a manager at work that you look up to, okay? Or you're in a Tupperware business like ours, you have a director. They've A lot of times it's already chunked down for you. And I want you to see it as, as this, okay? Uh, you want to make a cake. Just find a recipe that you enjoy and follow the process. Follow the cake. You don't have to invent the cake. So all you have to do is follow the step, the process, and trust the process. So one of the ways I look up a recipe, I Marie Pierre, is best butter chicken recipe. And then I make a decision of which one I consider the best, right? And then I trust the process. If there's anything I don't like in the recipe, the next time I do it, I already wrote in notes of what I would like to change in it, right? And this is how we build our lives. You don't have to create a recipe from scratch. Whether you follow the advice of an expert, expert or identify all the tasks and priorities by yourself, at the end of the day, the key step is get started. So my expression is just throw yourself down the nest and believe me, between the nest and the tree and the asphalt on the floor, you will flap those wings and you will not hit the asphalt. Trust the process. Get started. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. I can't wait for, for tomorrow because it's, you know, think, uh, think and grow rich. Yeah, just about uh, rich dad, poor dad. And Monday, eat that frog. Yes. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. If you enjoyed, please share.